Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Guys, stay in continual prayer for the state of our nation. Uh, stay humble. Stay uh, stay active. Sometimes hard with everything going on, but stay positive. Stay optimistic. Everything will get better, hopefully sooner rather than later. But you know what? God knows what he's doing. God is in control. Our verse of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 9.15. In talking about others having the right to be supported in their ministry, the Apostle Paul says, But I have not used any of these rights. I am not writing this in the hope that you will do such things for me. I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of this boast. That is 1 Corinthians 9.15. So I was going to speak on something else today. Something random like always. But I did a, a, a questionnaire basically on my private Instagram account. And I, the question was, what are your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement, the BLM movement? And I got a variety of responses from people. And remember, I have a lot of conservative, moderate, and liberal followers. So it was all over the place. I fully support it. I condemn the rioting, but I support the movement. I don't support the organization. I support the movement. Black people need to be heard. Black people are creating false narratives, like all sorts of things. And I wanted to share my thoughts here today. It's a very controversial issue that I have spoken on when back after George Floyd first died. And it is something I have refrained from speaking about because it is a very hard and controversial issue to comprehend. I had a friend when I posted something. Uh, someone ignorantly posted, there is equally as much right, white racism as black. And someone in response typed something equally as ignorant. You literally cannot be racist to a white person. And this really shows the disconnect and the divide in our country. Because one, a white liberal, and one, a white conservative, both giving two different perspectives on how they see the racial issue, and it really says a lot about how they see the world. One is uh, was raised Mormon, but now doesn't live that lifestyle and wants to leave once she leaves the home. The other is a conservative Christian. A total disconnect in two different worlds. And they are both wrong on this issue, in my opinion at least. You can decide for yourself, you, the audience. And I converse with the liberal individual that said white people cannot experience racism. And I said, well, go look up the definition of racism. Just look it up and and just see what it says. See, see what the definition of racism is. And maybe you will come to some sort of different perspective. And she goes into her lines of systemic racism, of power structures. And I asked her several times to be more specific. What power structure out there are you talking about? 
She says, well, the power structure was created by white men to promote the white race. I said, all right, you believe that? What is the power structure? And right now, as of this podcast, we are having an entire discussion on Instagram about what this power structure is. We are arguing over it. But the vagary of that statement is the initial problem. And going back to the person that wrote, there is equally as much white racism as black. I haven't conversed with her, but I've had many people respond to the story. And for many people, it seems like this is ignoring the very issue of it all. It ignores the pain from the African-American community that has been going on for generations. It ignores the suffering that many black individuals have had in this country. It ignores the real racial crisis that is going on in our nation today. And I 100% disagree with that statement. Is there black on white racism? Of course. Of course. I, for one, am from biracial descent. My father is Caucasian. My mom is African-American. When they first got together, there is very... There is a lot of disdain for the relationship. Why? Well, in her side of the family, it was because her boyfriend or husband at the time, depends on what time we talk about, was white. That is racist. However, is this racism justified in a way. Well, not to necessarily say justified, but what are the roots of this problem? What caused this problem to occur? Well, understanding my my mom's parents, my grandparents, the time that they grew up in, you weren't allowed to look at white women in the eye or a white person in the eye in general. You were not their equal in the eyes of that time. So this was already culturally set. And this wasn't as much of an issue 15, 16 years ago when my parents got together. It wasn't as much of an issue. But still having memories from that time of culture being raised a different way created this problem in the first place. And we can come back to me. I hear it all the time as jokes, but it really does say a lot about the cultural state of our nation. People say, compare me to a Twinkie, in fact. <laughs> He's brown on the outside and then white on the inside. Now, why do they say I'm white? Well, I dress like I'm white. I talk like I'm white. In their words, I act like I'm white. What is the cause of this? Culturally stereotypical Caucasian behaviors here in the United States of America. Now let's scroll back. What are culturally African American traits? Well, for many people up here in Utah, 
some of them may not know because there is a very small minority population, especially African-American population around here. I'm one of the few. Well, black people talk a different way. Black people, in some people's eyes, may talk more ghetto, less educated. They may have sagging pants. They may have nice Jordans or something. These are the stereotypes that fill our minds. And this, in and of itself, is racist. When you fit someone into some sort of perspective and say that they are acting white, so therefore they are white, it it takes away their cultural heritage and their genetic heritage, in fact. And while I see it as a joke at school, it really does show what plagues the minds of many people today. And if we are ever to truly solve racism, this is what we must fight against. We can talk about police reform. We can talk about uh, systemic racism and whatnot, have our cultural and political debates on that. But at the heart of it, in a general sense, if we are to eliminate racism from the face of the United States of America, we have to start by ridding ourselves of cultural stereotypes. Because cultural stereotypes will be what continues to give racism a fighting chance in our nation. If you speak educated, somehow that makes you sound white. If you have a good vocabulary, if you like to read, why is that a white ouch attribute? Why on earth is that a white attribute? There are plenty of very, very smart and talented African Americans out there. I encourage you all, if you haven't already, to read Ben Carson's book, Gifted Hands. And don't don't be plagued by his uh, political views if you disagree with him. This was written well before he ever entered the political arena. I was reading his book before I ever got into politics and when I was just starting to learn about religion. And his book was very fascinating to me, Gifted Hands. And in Gifted Hands, he said he was a class dummy. He was dumb. He couldn't do math. He couldn't read. He couldn't do anything well. His mother had a third grade education. And this was back during the Jim Crow era. And Ben one day ran into his bathroom and read his Bible. And he said that transformed him. It transformed him into someone that was wanting to learn, wanting to get better. He became a straight-A student. And eventually, far down the line, he became the most successful neurosurgeon this world has ever seen. One of the best. The first, the separate Siamese twins conjoined at the head. No neurosurgeon has ever done it before. But yet he did. Ben Carson is African-American. And white people have done their accomplishments as well. The problem is the stereotypical nature. People always have to fit into this certain category. Why is the black stereotype someone that loves rap music, someone that dresses a certain way, someone that talks a certain way? These are wrong stereotypes. It is simply wrong. It is racist in its form. And this is the main problem. 
Again, we can talk about police brutality. We can talk about the other issues. I'm discussing the things that I am familiar with. Because if we end that, we will make so much more progress in finding against racism and making this country not racist and eliminating racism off the face of the earth. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Go follow me at, on Instagram at Common Sense Christianity. If you would like to join us for our, our one-year anniversary special, which will be on September 29th, go email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can just DM me on Instagram. Remember, at Common Sense Christianity. And until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity. <laughs>